Good afternoon, royalty. I see you, kings. I see you, queens. Thank you guys for tuning in with me every week on Monday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's a blessing to see you guys are in a journey of healing as well as I am. I'm also thankful for you that have just started listening. Please stay tuned as well. Because there is some food here that's going to fill your mind and also fill your belly. Because I'm going to share a lot of healthy ways to get past your emotional, mental, and also healthy state of mind. To keep pushing past all those things that leave you stagnant. Make you feel like you cannot move forward in life. So that's why I'm here on the podcast, so that we all can continue to enlighten each other. So definitely keep in touch with me on my Instagram, my Facebook, same name, Nubian Soul Enlightenment. Also, check out my website, www.nubiansoulenlightenment.com. You'll also find more food for thought there after the podcast. Now, (laughs) into the actual point of us being here on the podcast today. I'm going to talk about trauma. Trauma for some of us, or all of us, not just some, but trauma is what keeps us in a state of depression and anxiety. Now, It depends on how you react to a trauma that keeps you depressed or in an anxiety state of mind. But we have the possibility of changing our minds from the traumatic events of life that we've been faced with. Truthfully, we all have been through something. No one's new to upset, pain, guilt, shame, all these things happen to us whether we want it to or not. But these are some of the key points that I use myself to get past depression and anxiety. And I started with a healthy way of living. I went from eating meat and being 363 pounds and just angry about things that I was traumatically stressed about. And I was still holding on to those traumas into the one relationship to the next relationship. And this is not just speaking about romantic relationships, which is key because you want your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, you want that to work out but if they are already going through traumatic stress 
and then you put on top of your traumatic stress, that may be a little bit much for that one individual. So we go into our fight or flight mode. And if, you know, like I say, if they're not able to handle your their own stress and your stress, then they're going to flight, leave you standing there in your own place of heartache, pain, and you feel alone on top of depression, anxiety. Now you have loneliness. That's going to run you crazy. I know because I've been put in that situation because of my own personal traumatic stress. And then here I was trying to make a healthy relationship work. Also in business, now that I'm in business, I see myself growing and enlightening others as well as enlightening myself. But beginning when I was going through great depression, great masses of anxiety in a lot of situations, there was no way that I could have a business conversation, see growth in myself, let alone a company that was impossible for me. And friendships was stagnant. You know, a lot of people that really, truly saw me as a good friend underneath all of the things that I was experiencing, they stuck around and we began to be great friends. But those that I had just met within a couple of months and they would see that you're always depressed, you're always unhappy, you always have negatives to say about yourself and you always sometimes slip up and say negatives about my me. I don't want to be around that type of person. I get it. You don't want to be around that type of person. It says in Proverbs that you should not be around those type of people. So remove yourself from those individuals because they can rub off on you. So you don't want to get stuck right there because as they say, misery loves company. True story. If I can't be happy, neither can you. So keep moving, keep thriving, keep doing you and making your greatness shine. So don't get stuck with individuals that are not building you or pressing you to be great and making you move forward. Because you're going to find yourself living your tragedy each day over and over again. It's like watching television and you can only watch one channel. And it's a horrible movie on with no real storyline. And you want to change the channel, but you can't because it's like, hmm, let me watch it again. But sometimes we do get stuck in reliving our traumatic stress over and over again. But this is how we do it. This is how I've done it. And this has helped me. And I'm praying that it helps someone else in the same way. I was able to say, hmm, I know what's going to happen in the scene that's coming. But how can I look at the positive in that scene? You will be amazed in what you can do in your mind and seeing things from a greater or broader 
perspective than just seeing that it's going to be a shooting or a bombing or however the movie is playing in your traumatic stress situation. So when you see the light at the end of the tunnel, you don't get discouraged as much when you're in the dark. So you have to let yourself be open-minded to a lot of situations and not always see that there was bad that happened to me and there was no way that I could see myself getting out of this situation. I was raped and molested when I was a child. My molestation started at the age of five. I didn't care about having sex or was intrigued to have sex. Of course not. I was five. I wanted to play with Barbie. I was anticipating Christmas because I knew my parents were going to give me something that I've been watching on TV. Y'all remember Toys R Us? (laughs) I don't want to grow up. I just want to be a kid. That's what I was intrigued by. Those were the things I did. But then came this entity that told me that sex was what needed to be done. So I had to comply. I was a child. It was a grown up. So I was unable to fight the forces that were coming against me. So what did I do? I complied. And what did I do when not saying anything at all? Because I was afraid of my parents. Because my mother was a church-going woman. She was very boisterous. Excuse me. She was very boisterous and she also was a bit aggressive. She had a lot of aggression of her own because of her own set of traumas. That's why we should all heal, especially if we have children. My kings, my queens, I see a lot of broken homes and I can speak that truthfully from my own broken home and also how I started my home because I was allowing my traumas to impede on my own children to make them stress out. And they were like, hey, I'm just a child. I didn't ask to be here. You brought me here. (laughs) But whether we bring a child in the world voluntarily or involuntarily, there's still blessings because if I did not have my children, I believe that my traumatic stress would have elongated way past than where it is now. So the healing journey and anybody that you have as a support, I know everyone doesn't have children, but I know that one person that you talk to on a daily or you talk to every now and then gives you that feel good, that remembering you are something great. You are enough. You are worthy. You should just give yourself praise because you have to look. I cannot give God adequate praise if I'm looking at myself to be nothing. I don't feel like I belong here. I I don't see me going anywhere great because I'm looking like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to lay in this bed all day. I'm going to continue to eat myself until I feel satisfied. I went through emotional eating. That's how I got to 363 pounds. 
because I would have an issue that I felt no one can understand. So it was understanding when I got a plate of food. I would sit there and eat and eat and eat until I thought I was satisfied, but I never got full. And because I was a mother, what did I do? I fed my children as well. So they would sit there with me and eat and eat and eat. It's so traumatic that now because I'm on a healthy journey, this is why I said stemming from the age of five and dealing with depression and anxiety and up into now, I pacified my issues with things outside myself, with eating, with being the, oh, let me get that for you. Let me be the people pleaser. What do you need me to do? Oh, it hurts me. It makes me feel like I'm not worthy and I'm not needed. But if you need me, I'm available. Let me spend all my time being the people pleaser that you need. My dreams, my goals, what? Why not? I'll put those on hold because you are necessary and I am unnecessary. That's how I used to think. But because of my traumatic stress, I was trying to make this my reality. It's not true. Don't feed yourself lies. I'm telling you, honestly, you are the head and not the tail. You are victorious. You are able to do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You are capable of doing all things. Believe in you. I know sometimes, of course, a lot of times, a lot of us go into depression and anxiety. That's why we become people pleasers because we're looking for validation. Good job. You, great. I didn't think you had that a possibility in you. You know, In starting this podcast, a lot of individuals have not been positive, but I'm going to say a lot of individuals have been positive. I was able to say I seen the light at the end of the tunnel because when I first started, there were some negative comments. There were individuals that I expected to have my back, didn't have my back. So I was looking like, can I get a little love, a little hug? But then God works in mysterious ways. He said, keep going forward. And me, I have always been the one to say something. Not always quick to say something to certain individuals. Because if I was trying to please you, of course my opinion didn't matter. I wasn't going to tell you how I truly felt. But I always talk to God in realness. Because God is always present and always knows exactly what it is that your mental is going through. So don't ever feel like you're alone. Somebody is either going through worse than where you were or someone is going through what you're going through when you were going through depression and anxiety. So don't always feel like you are alone. Somebody has a story similar to yours. Now, I'm not saying that it's the same exact verbatim situation, but trust, you are not alone. That's why I always say, find a good friend. 
If you don't have a spouse or a significant other that you can turn to, to talk with and give them, you know, just your day. Oh man, I was at work and I was overwhelmed with doing my job. And then here comes this one employee. She wants to talk mess or he want to talk mess. You cannot let other individuals create your day. I'm learning that you've have the ability to create what it is that you need, what you want, and keep your sanity. Because trust me, people, some people, not all people, a lot of people wake up and they have a consciousness of how they can create their day and they want to see you thrive in your day as well. But you have these salt and pepper seasoning of individuals that wake up just mad at themselves not you you're not stemmed from where their head is you are just in the way of where they want to be they see you smiling they see you doing great things they see you just prospering they're like hmm, I know her from high school and and she was this and that you just speaking negatively of your name. She shouldn't have the opportunity she presently has. So they're just mad because they're constantly trying to get their dream going. They had this dream 15 years ago. Here it is. We're still, we're still in the same place. That's not your fault. Then, guys, I know it's an ego thing. I get it. I don't know how to be a king. I just seen kings go through a lot of trauma and a lot of stress, especially being a black man in America. That can be, ooh, in saying that, that is stressful in itself. I can feel that because I'm a black woman and I have been married to a black man and I know the traumas that you guys experience on the day-to-day. So my queens, please, if you have a, a king, and you have him as your husband, and he's your significant other, and he's living with you, try our best to when he walks through the door. And if you guys have children, or you guys just working on making it a better home situation for the children, don't stress him with things going on in a home. You are the administrator, the general. You are to take care of the home when he is not there. Now, trust, when he is there, he is to protect and provide and keep things structured. That's what a king does from what I have read in the Bible and what I have heard from other role models. Men, now I know we all make our mistakes, queens. You're not innocent. So we get all upset because the children won't get in the bath and the kitchen and the living room and the homework or whatever ventures you got going on can become overwhelming. And also when your king walks through the door, some don't look like they're happy to be home. They got that grimace frown on their face and they looking like, where's dinner? And you looking like, I just finished the kitchen. I just finished the living room. I just wrestled with the children to get them in the bath. Dinner going to take a minute. (laughs) But it's okay. Because like I say, 
we all experience our own personal traumatic stress. But we don't have to uh, make other people experience it with us. Meditation, I have found to be the most effective, clear your mind state. Now, I have five children and I currently have three children here in the home with me. And sometimes meditation seems a bit far and beyond. But because I know that I'll have a moment when they're in the bed sleep or they're doing their homework and I'm already stepped in, help where I can, or even when they're sitting and eating dinner, sometimes when they're eating dinner, I'm able to step away from the table and go in the room or the bathroom. I have ran to the bathroom for years. My oldest is 21 and the bathroom has been my meditation spot. (laughs) Now I actually have a meditation mat, which is an improvement beyond because in the bathroom, sometimes you cannot meditate as much as you'd like. Because like I say, I have five children. They want to come and knock on the door so cute, but little two-year-old, she gets her little fingers under the door and you can see her waving, mama, mama. And it's like, just give me a moment because right now I am having a traumatic stress moment. My anxiety is on high because I'm dealing with the aftermath of work and I'm dealing with what traumas I went through in the past, what relationships I lost friends, romantic relationships, businessships. I'm looking like I need grounding. Give me a minute. So I don't stress over that now as much as I did in the past. Now I take it one step at a time. When I feel overwhelmed, my way of dealing with traumatic stress is to step away from the situation and just calm yourself. It's going to get done. The same thing with something as important for me is work. I've always been a very good worker because I always wanted to take myself out of the poverty line. Did not want to, did not want to have to worry about eating, paying the light bill, moving from pillow to post. Excuse me. I made sure that I was able to keep a job because I did not want to experience poverty. Working yourself until you're dead is not the objective, kings and queens. It is not. I understand that it gets the steak on the stove and keeps the lights bright in the home. And also it gives you a sense of relax because you don't have to worry about packing up in a hurry and moving to wherever they'll accept you last minute. <coughs> mm, I got a bit of cough. I don't know what's going on, but we're going to keep pushing because something wants to stop me from telling you how you can better yourself and see yourself in a different light. I know that there's greatness in each individual here on earth. We all wake up daily on purpose. There's no reason for us to see that we are not worthy or worth being here. 
I used to see that, but now, now I no longer see that because I am in a place where I could focus on me. <coughs> Excuse me. With the children, I don't get so lost in doing things with them. I pay attention to my children, but I really respect the fact that I could take a moment of five minutes is good. And if you're golden to get 10, go for it, my king. Go for it, my queen. Do not get stuck in the fact that, oh, it's been 20 minutes that I haven't spent time with the children. Trust me. They're going to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will. <coughs> Don't overwhelm yourself with things that you could just step away from and relax. So beyond meditation, if you just need to take a walk, I talked about, you know, exercising and getting the body moving. I'm currently 238 pounds from 363 pounds because I had to get my body moving. I cannot pacify myself with food anymore. (coughs) Trying to... I want to delete it, but I've given you some massive food to chew on, to give your mind substance and nutrition. A lot of my shows, my podcasts are about living a organic lifestyle. And I'm not saying completely exit out the meat. Of course, I've talked to a lot of my friends and family about doing that, but they are still adamant on the meat blast. Enjoy it because the grass and the greens and the, you know, nutritious things that some of these animals eat are definitely good for your body still. You're still getting some type of protein, B12, B6, you know, magnesium, things of these nature are necessary for the body. So if you feel like going that route versus going directly to nature is best for you, no judgment here. I'm not judging you. But what worked for me is that my lifestyle changed to being a vegetarian and it has been the best change for me. Like I say, from 363 pounds to 238, I can say for myself personally, I don't care what you say, (laughs) I know that this was a change great for myself. So if you need to make a change, those children will be okay. If you can't get everything they want, everything you believe they need, you're okay. They will live. A lot of us did not grow up with a silver spoon in our mouths. So we had to work hard for everything that we currently have. And if we are still building our scale to go to that opportunity to get the things that we want, we still survive to get to where we are now. So do not be overwhelmed by those things that you're facing and you feel like I have to carry my past on my shoulders because the trauma is still hurting me. I understand Like I just told you previously, 
five years old is when things began to spin out of control for me. But I can truly say I started to take initiative in my own life. And if I cannot do it for you, I know that God will make a way for you. I always refer in my mental back to the story of the Golden Gate, where the guy was set at the goal. The I apologize. Beautiful. The gate called Beautiful. He was set there at that gate every day as a beggar. He was limped in his legs and was unable to move. And I want to say Peter and John came through and they asked for, he asked for change. And they were like, none we have, but they gave him something that was greater than that. And when he received the prayers that they sent to God, then they were able to see that God was real and still in the business of healing because they walked with Jesus. And now Jesus at this point had went ahead and ascended to the heavens. So they were left on earth to preach the gospel. And now they could truly see that God was still moving. Jesus was still moving and healing and providing for those that needed him. So he ran around the court and he was excited that he now could walk. So a lot of times when we cannot provide for those that we don't have enough to give, it's okay to say a silent prayer for them. Because then you're okay. You're okay because they're going to be okay. And I know that they were excited to see that he had been healed and something that made him stay in one place was no longer holding him in one place. So yes, please meditate. Take a brisk walk for 15 minutes. If you do 15, if you can only do 10. You know, when I started out, that was my thing. I started with 15 minute walks on the treadmill. Sometimes at work, after I had my little girl, I would walk back and forth in the parking lot from one end to the next just to get, you know, a little sunlight because it was summer when I started back walking and trying to get my exercise on. I was able to put myself in a mental positive state of mind because I felt accomplished because I was actually moving my body. Something that I felt like I could not do, did not want to do. And now here it is. I was doing it. Walking, you know what I'm saying? Feeling the 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 uh the pain of my body going away inside and out. Everything began to just go into place like I needed to to go into place. I didn't feel as depressed or filled with anxiety as I mean, my anxiety cut like after I lost my first 50 pounds, my anxiety went down tremendously because at that point in my head, oh, I'm a baddie. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm beautiful. That was my that was my notion and keep going. Now, yes, of course, I'm not going to sugarcoat the fact that when we are getting through our healing process, here comes the tragedy and traumatic things we've been through again. 
to let you know, hey, you you trying to forget about me? <coughs> you trying to forget you were raped as a teenager? You trying to forget that you were your your father left you? You trying to forget that you um didn't graduate from high school? Everybody was cheering you on. Oh, you trying to forget that you had a baby at a young age? Oh, oh, you're also trying to forget that you were put up for adoption and you never found your mom or your dad to be able to get the behind the scenes on why you were given to a family. Oh, and foster care wasn't that great to you either. It actually made you worse than what you actually probably could have been with your actual biological mother and father. Yeah, keep remembering this. Don't forget that I came as a as the thief in the night to take away your joy, your happiness, your, you know, ability to see that you're great and possible and capable of doing anything beyond just stay there. That's that's what that traumatic moment wants you to do. Stressing you, making you feel like ain't no point of me trying to do better. Everything I try to do is going to put me in a position where I don't achieve it because you you got to change your mind. You have to change your mind. Start telling yourself daily that I am healed. And no, those things no longer affect me because they are not presently happening to me. Stay in the present. So like I say, you know, meditate. When you're overwhelmed, step away. You have a little bit of walk of a parking lot or, you know, in your apartments, wherever it is. You know, if you're buffing already, feeling like you're in shape, it's never a problem with getting the mind and the body moving. It's not a problem. It's definitely a mental freer. Vitamin D, now that we're entering spring we are in spring i apologize we're in spring and then we're coming along for summertime where the sun is definitely going to be shining i live here in houston texas i know for sure (laughs) there is going to be some days where i will look at the sun out my window and be peeking like my god you really love us to give us a lot of vitamin D like this to keep our mental mind and our aspect of just getting our bodies moving. Like it's something about when you are on a healing journey and you are overweight or even if you're trying to keep your muscles and your buffness intact, that sweat, you feel accomplished because you know that you are melting away all the pain, the anxiety, the depression and you are getting to a point where you can feel great about yourself. Accomplishment. You validate yourself. Don't wait for others to validate you. Because trust, you will be waiting forever to get someone to validate you. And what you set your mind out to think that should be great. I know that this podcast may be a bit long. But this is something that I had to get over in order for me to get on my journey to healing, to understand that you have to take it one day at a time. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not. I wish I could a lot of times bleep my eyes and then open them and 
you've won the lottery, millionaire. But that is, <clears throat> you're not playing the game of lottery. So how can you expect to win the lottery? Now, that is more of a risk, in my opinion. But if you set your mind to believe that that will be the, the outcome of your achievement, go for it. Go for it. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I am always giving you a mental positive because a lot of people don't feed you positive when they are going through their own world of trauma. You have to look at things in a positive way in order to see that there's possibility in it. Even with you're sitting in the same spot watching the same movie day in, day out, one day you're going to get the ability and tenacity to say, I'm tired of sitting here watching this, this one show. It's not helping me move to what I believe I can do. Make a difference. Every day you get up, I don't care how many people you run into, someone you run into, you're going to change. You're going to change their lives. So always remember that today is the present and it was gifted to you.